best to you. Yes. So, anyways, Belfast, yeah. They had their turmoil at one time or another, but this is a great movie. It's it's really good. It's solid. The, the little boy actor. It was the first screener that I watched out of all of these, and I, I was blown away the little by the little boy. Um, and and what's the little kid's name? What was I it? can't. Is it? It's not in there. Oh, okay. I, I feel bad that I don't know his name, but uh, we could. And then, uh, so let's go to Coda. Coda. Do we have any sound effects for Coda? Coda. Well. No, because <laughs> Cody, Coda, does anyone, did well, anyone see this Coda? I didn't. Yeah, see... Coda, uh, Coda is, if I should say, it's my favorite film of the year. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, it has tons of heart, and it's a beautiful story. Um, I really hope it wins for Best Picture, but we don't know. Who Fabrice Gianna Fermi. That's Italian, yeah, right? Uh, Do you have you no know, no sound effects? Well, Come. this is the thing. Coda has it's a basically roughly i'm going to kind of butcher it but it's about a, a a teenage young woman who is amazing at singing but she has two deaf parents so we could just have silence for coda oh so silence is oh and that's what's beautiful about this film is that it it shows the the struggles that this girl had who's just she would sing like a nightingale but she um she had two deaf Deaf, uh, parents. parents that can't hear her so she 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 can hear but her parents can't yeah. hear and they supported her and the story you got to see this movie it's just so beautiful and there's a certain scene in the movie where uh the music teacher asks this young woman well can you tell me why you love singing she's i can't put in words she's like can you try and she did sign language and i i got teary by watching it it was that good Oh, that's so beautiful. this actress, fantastic. The the directing, everything, it just hits a heart like tenfold. So that's my take on Colder. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then everyone let us know your favorite movies when you give us a five-star review. Hopefully you're giving a review and subscribing. And then okay, so now drive my car. Yeah, everyone, can oh, someone drive my up, car? Right? Don't look up. Oh, don't look don't look up. Eric, <laughs> you saw don't I saw don't So why don't you talk? Yeah, Eric. You're, 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 you're really Eric, come on. Yakking it up. You're really good yakking Sound, you got to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh don't look up. Did it so uh It's good. It's a um uh well, it's a it's a take on um uh I don't know, it depends who you talk to. Uh it's it's a take on either global warming or the political situation in the country or both. Um it's a um it's uh, bold strokes about both of those issues, um, and it doesn't really hide the fact that it is about that. Uh, it's, Some it's, sound effects for this would be like what birds uh, that need in the forest? Don't chop down the forest. No, this, no, would, this, this be, would be an asteroid. Oh, so that's, now I feel like I'm in the movie theater wait, wait, again. Wait, wait, Woo! Down a little bit. That was too fast. Yeah, to go it's got to be a big meteor that would yeah. destroy the Earth, so it'll be more like this. Well, it's just that sounds, sounds like a bear. It sounds goofy. I like the first one. Go back to the first one. I like that. Yeah, that was exactly. like that. I felt like I was in the movie theater with that one. It's like, yes. That was good. Don't look up. So this is a meteorite hitting. It's a, a, a that is the backdrop of the whole story. Yeah, and then it's it's just kind of a farce on um, on um, billionaires uh, solving problems and uh, scientists trying to explain things and people not listening and people believing what they want to believe and such and things yeah. like that you know yeah, like yeah. billionaires driving uh, you know people going to their private jets and you know their private yachts and mars like first, mars first yeah 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 looking, and, and then mar going to mars so yeah like you want to help the world but yeah you know, Marilyn, Go. Eric has a maniacal giggle that, okay that we maniacal giggle it takes, it takes a while to get in there yeah it takes a while to get
chick. <laughs> that's that's. But wait, what what would he say about his missiles or? Yeah, it's a. Uh, um, I'm to build a rocket. <laughs> so that's that's every billionaire that I know right now. Yeah, multi-billionaire. Or we're multi, talking multi-billionaire. Yeah. That and uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we could keep going on rockets. Well, and I, the shapes of them. Well, but... my 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 kids podcast has lots of villains in there, you know. So we'll have to make them a multi-billionaire. I think I made a couple of my villains, villains, billionaires. <laughs> but I think I make them look up to Elon Musk because he's an inventor. So I hope that's okay, everyone. <laughs> Don't look up was a great film. Yeah, it was great. It's definitely, it you know. Uh, there's a scene. Adam McKay and yeah. Kevin Messick, uh, our producers. producers, but uh, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio and, and the rest of the cast is fantastic. So the Leo and Leonardo DiCaprio, did you have to do any sound effects for Leo Not this time? This Not one. in this no, one? No, no, okay. no, no, no. no, You didn't have to go, oh, me neither. No grunts. No, yeah. no screaming girls. Yeah. <laughs> we love the fun stories, right? The fun stories like what you got to do Leonardo DiCaprio's voice. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. You know, oh, but you had to be underwater and attacked by a bear and like you had to be drowning and <laughs> yeah, you get to do that too. Hang out. <laughs> so, so can we do drive my car now? Drive my car. <laughs> Yes, yeah, Japanese film. Uh, I'm honored. I, I mean, I'm not honored, but I'm just really excited that everybody loved this movie as much as I did. I think it's one of the best movies of the year as well. I know it sounds trivial, but it's this beautiful Japanese film that is just intense from the beginning to the end. And it's probably, to me, the most unique out of all these movies. Um, it's just beautiful film in incredible acting and uh and the pace is just amazingly pace. slow and and meditative and uh, sound effects please to get yeah, everyone excited effects. to go see drive my car and tell us what okay, you think well, he uses a sob he drives a car and it's a sob so let's is see. he an uber driver <laughs> he's called up a sob here's a sob And it takes place in, um, where does it take place? In see, Japan. And see, like, this is good when you don't see it. You can ask all the questions I in mean, Japan. This some, is some... a sob driving down Melrose, but hey, yeah. well, who's Do we who's have any story? music from Japan? And, like, by the way, thank you, Japan. <laughs> Japan, you know, um, are one of our uh, listeners, the countries that listen to us a we lot. We love Japan. Yeah. Uh, you know, Japan has always crafted things so good, and they, they just, in their, just in their, generations of family you know craft they're just they're all crafts people and this movie has that beautiful understated that only the japanese could do it's just like it's, with the sub we be kind of like um one of those criterion collection movies big time yeah, because um some of the new movies today that like keep doing sequels and sequels and sequels and sequels well mm -hmm. we love the sequels mm -hmm. but and the you know because one of the things is like the, the criterion films those masters so it reminds me of one of those masterpieces from criterion collection could fit in the criterion collection okay. better than any of these movies i believe yeah yes. and yes. by the way do you have the favorite criterion collection movie oh, yeah yes. cut to uh, you know I, you guys i'm italian so anything that like frederico fellini does la dolce vita you know uh, the bicycle eight thief and a half is, eight and a half, eight and my half. Fantastic. oh my god I you know 2001 is probably my uh if i have to pick a favorite film of that made me want to get into filmmaking it's 2001. 2001. What 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 did you like about 2001? Because some people might know um, what 2001 is, and some some listeners might be brand new to like 2001. 2001 was um, it, from, from 
what it meant to me when I watched it. There, there were three films that I looked forward to on our black and white television. Yeah, when, when black and white TV is what we had when was, we were growing um, up in that little box, <laughs> not that little flat thing. No, one was uh, The Great Escape, uh, one was Yellow Submarine, and then 2001. Uh, when they came on, I was just riveted. And I think 2001 was, um, even back then, I was kind of aware that it was kind of realistic uh, and it wasn't cartoony in a, in a way that other shows were I, I love Star Trek but that was also like it was a drama and it was a it was a very different thing but um, and I uh, one of my hobbies is uh, 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 astronomy as well so I, I loved everything to do with space and 2001 was just just brought all of that all of that together in a in a package and I was very much aware of the um, the director's role in that movie you know it, it sort of brought it sort of brought all those art forms together, music and editing and, and photography and astronomy and science all together in a, in a believable thing. And, um, and it turned out to be a great thought provoking movie as well as just had, just had everything going for it kind of. And which is interesting because one of your favorite criteria movies, our favorite movies is 2001 and you worked on Dune, which kind of like, which is very interesting. Everyone that interviews their favorite film and criteria growing up ends up being something that they work on or are, are, are achieved. So it's an incredible uh, journey from childhood to actually doing what yeah. you love. And it was from 2001 to Dune. I mean, come on. That's yeah. amazing. It was the furthest thing from my mind that I'd be able to work in film when I was watching that as a kid. You know? Yeah. That's... South Chicago was nowhere near the film <laughs> South Chicago. So, so it, it's it's quite re remarkable that I'm here Yeah. In, in terms of just being around this. Because we are in West Hollywood, California, people. And, you know, like that jungle, that, that sound that like in the beginning. <laughs> okay. And what about you, Charlie? What was one of your favorites? You know, I'm looking at the list and there's so many movies I love. Like I, I actually was like Criterion. I know I watched a bunch of them, but I couldn't think, you know, I know eight and a half, but I'm looking at the list and the Seventh Seal, Ingar Bergman, Seventh Samurai, Kaosawa. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Uh, Thin Red Line was, I think, the best one of the best war films I ever saw. But one of my favorite movies is Eraserhead. And ah, I think yeah. that is a criterion. I think so too, yeah. And uh, I think it's one of the most beautiful and picturesque and bizarre movies. And um, it wasn't the first movie that made me love films, but it, I think it's one of the most that showed me humility and beauty at the same time. So I love that movie. And did you did you watch these with your parents at the movie theater? You watched them on the old black and white box? Like, do you remember? I think the first time, my sister worked at a video store in Santa Monica called Vidiots. Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, and it's a it was a very, very well-respected, um, you know, cinephiles people would go. And, you know, Tarantino worked there a little bit. I mean, a lot of directors come there to see films for reference and they had one of the best collections in town so she would bring five movies home a night and thanks to my sister um i got to see all the best films so eraserhead was one of the ones we watched on vhs first yeah. until i saw it in a theater and then when i saw it in the theater i realized how immaculate that cinematography is and just the the directing it's impeccable all, all these films on there too seem to have like a uh it's like an experiential thing rather than you're, mm -hmm. you're just watching it it's kind of like you're space you fall into that world like yeah like eraserhead is another world that you just don't yeah or dr strange love yeah any you're, of those you're any sucked those. in and 
down by law and, and you know what about el, el postino the postman oh, you yeah, go just, into just, you you like literally become the postman yeah, you know yeah, what i mean you want to yeah. move to italy and yeah <laughs> Positano or, he's riding his yeah. bicycle yeah, and uh, coast you know. oh my gosh and the bicycle thief when the kid's bicycle was you're just yeah. stolen you're just like no how do you do that i mean incredible and the miracle milan is one of my favorite too. I never and, saw that. Yeah. Oh, it's so magical and fairy yeah. tales because you guys know that Enchanting Book Readings is one of my podcasts besides Girl's Guide to Investing. So, um, but I write magical and fairy tale stories like that. And it's so, if you haven't seen it, Miracle Milan's beautiful. It sounds beautiful. And, yeah. um, it, and they did it with, um, there wasn't a lot of special effects back then. And it was cool. really good. It really take you to that world and that, that, that place. And I think you'll like it a lot. And then also a movie, when you're talking about the little boy that's really good in um, Coda. And Belfast. And Belfast. I'm not scared is an Italian film. And I cried after seeing that movie because mm -hmm. I go, I really wanted to be a director. I didn't have the hundred thousand dollars to go to AFI. So I had to write, direct, and produce films all on my own. And I didn't I, I wish I had a sound team and a great DP DP. But I'm not scared is two little boys acting in it. And like, I would cry and go, I'm just not worthy to be a director. Cause this was just, how do you make these films like this? When you see criterion films, like how do you write these stories? How do you direct them? But it's, it's so moving and so touching. It is, it is Italian film, but um, it's, it's one of my favorites, but yeah, there's just so many there. The list goes on and on, but there's, there's some that you just, they stay in your mind. And then the fact that you, one day you're like, Oh my God, I'm writing children's stories on a hit podcast. I am talking to directors and producers that make amazing films and do Oscar nominated sound and Emmy winners and Oscar winners. And you're just talking to them and they tell their story. It's so beautiful. And our audience loves it, loves it. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. Absolutely. And, we, and we've got so much more to talk about because we still got more categories in the Oscar. On this so list. what's next? Do we, do we go over? Where, where um, did we stop? Well, we, 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 we know. But, drive my car. So we're on Dune now. So we're on Dune. As you know, um, my guests, Charlie Campagna and Eric Bosta from Formosa Group, they are nominated for best sound for dune Woohoo! and it's also dune is also nominated for best picture and it's stunning right it's great yeah, yeah. Eric. it's a it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful it's a beautifully shot and acted and and directed film it's um uh it's it's a beautiful take on on the on the source material which is notoriously very difficult to film and and i think all the right choices were were made in this version it's just it's just it's a it's a very intelligent and thought out take on on the source material it's um uh this this book sort of gave rise to everything uh that we all love like uh all the all the science fiction guys love is like star wars and and um star trek and all those uh fandoms um all sort of have their dna from dune and uh the the concepts in Dune were were very futuristic. I think in in the context of when they were when it was originally released was just um, very futuristic and very very thought provoking for a lot of people. And it's a commentary on absolute power. It's not a it's not a it doesn't really praise power very much. So it's kind of a a, a neat take uh, on all of that, especially in the context of the world right now. So I I, I think it's a really really beautiful take on on the uh, source material yeah yeah it's beautiful and i hope they i hope they win it's going to be exciting They're, this this list is long and then now we have king richard king richard king richard yes well i just wanted to just say really quick that uh 
you know, two mentors for me are the mixer, like the two gentlemen at Mixtune, uh, Ron Bartlett and Doug Hempfel, that are dear friends of mine. And and I've worked on a lot of films with them, and I've been involved with them musically. And I'm just honored to have them. I'm so happy for them right now to be, you know, attending the awards and and possibly winning this year. So I'm very, very excited. So I just wanted to throw that out in the world of the mixing team for this movie is just top notch. So so if our audience is listening, they can see you on TV when they watch the Oscars, right? Possibly? They will be. Well, it's kind of <laughs> funny. We can talk about this too. The awards this year got a little snubbed. Uh, the the sound the sound best sound and best editing like picture editing kind of got pushed aside uh, for airtime so oh. they're not going to put it on this year which is too bad because yeah, the really whole thing about filmmaking is collaboration and although we all, we love our actors we love our actresses we love our directors we love our you know composers it's kind of like a little backhanded that you know that there's not going to be screen time for these people to get an award and thank their director, thank the actors in person and their family and loved ones and their team. And it's a little bit, so you would have to go online and watch them accept their award because there's going to be a green screen for them Aww. and it's going to be pre-filmed. There's it's, it's, it's kind of a little a shame and it's all because of airtime and constrictions of timing. So it's, it's too bad. Hopefully this will change. Um, and hopefully, you know, t televised, you know, they'll realize that, you know, this could be done a different way, or maybe it has to completely change, you know, but, um, I mean, they can be a podcast I and mean, we can film the podcast, right? Yeah, <laughs> but there, there's an issue with that, but, uh, yes, uh, kind of moving on, you're, you're going to mention King Richard. Yeah. Did you guys, I haven't seen okay. King Richard, incredible, uh, Will Smith, uh, I think. Uh, deserves best actor uh, award for the, this year, I believe. Uh, um, I think he was Will Smith always does a stellar job, but long-awaited for an award. He's he's kind of uh, had to swallow many many uh, uh, near wins. So I think I, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that he'll win for King Richard. I think King Richard was one of the best sounding movies of the year too, personally. Um, do we have any music for King Richard? Yeah, we do. Music. <laughs> I like music. We don't have music, but let's see. What our do we sound have for effects. King Richard? Yeah, we, we have such a sound effects. We love our sound effects. And I have a lot of, <laughs> and speaking of kings, Jack the Bear is a royal bear. <laughs> and then I have like the new Blinkies. They're royal cats. So check those out on Chanty Book Readings. And take a second to subscribe and hit the five stars. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for making us a top podcast and hitting number one weekly in countries. You guys are the best. Yes. <laughs> Does any can anyone speak English? King Richard. Do we have any do we have any accents here? Well, to be or not to be. Yeah, it could be a Shakespearean tennis match. Quite. <laughs> Yeah, we got uh, some good tennis. Oh, Ooh, some, that's tennis. A, that's kind of harsh tennis. Yeah, what was? Uh, that's for someone that's not having their vaccines. You don't <laughs> yeah. get to come. No. <laughs> so listen, we got some tennis hits here. Here we go. Everyone, ha everyone listening, move to the right and the left. Yeah. Pretend like so they're match. <laughs> this is the thing. Um, my dear friend Eric Potter, who's a sound effects recordist, recorded all of the tennis hits for this movie, and I never asked him how he did it. 
Uh, but I'm sure he did it a special way because he's one of the best recordists in town. But King Richard um, is just a fantastic sounding movie. And you would think it's, you know, the story, story of Venus Williams and her sister. Incredible uh, tale of, of rags to riches and, you know, from work hard and, uh, you know, you will you will reach your goal type of thing. But um, the struggle of the family, the father was just so endearing to his daughters and he stood up for them. But the sound of that movie was impeccable. And um, that also was mixed by Ron Bartley as well. So, you know, uh, hats off to Dune, but also hats off to King Richard because it was a great sounding movie. And that was uh, uh, the sound supervisor was Richard King, who is someone I who brought me into the business. So good top notch people. That's amazing, too. Yeah. And we love the stories that go from rags to riches because literally I, during COVID, I, I met some people like this um, This woman girl lost her job and she started sewing backpacks from recycled material. And that's now she has a business where she sells backpacks out of recycled material and it pays her rent. And she's also an actress awesome. and she just produced a yeah, documentary. And then my other friend, she quit her job at a retail store. And she quit because she was like working six hours a week, paying for a little uh, uh, studio apartment. And now she's a TikTok influencer and Instagram influencer and making her money strictly from doing fashion is what she loves. And is now in a beautiful one bedroom apartment with uh, a Samoan dog. And then also my podcast too, like um, yeah. from, you know, it just took off. It's top 1% the enchanting. So we love these stories like King Richards about Venus William and her sister, how to become tennis stars with Will Smith. Yeah. That's a beautiful story. Cause a lot, a lot of people are like, well, how do you do that? How do you become that? And then when we go to the park, these, this dad has like four, they have three sons and they practice every day playing tennis every day. They're out there for hours and hours, like four or five hours. And they helped me find my look for my dog when my dog jumped out of the window with the fireworks, uh, fire fireworks. So yeah. So, oh. so we're rooting for King Richard. And then should we go to like, I've been <laughs> going to ask Charlie about licorice pizza. Let's let's licorice pizza. Do we have any sound? Like, do we need some sound effects for licorice, sound pizza? Effects for licorice pizza? Okay. <laughs> licorice pizza. So that's uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's movie, right? Um, PT PTA! Yeah, you know, you guys know I met PTA, Paul Thomas Anderson, with Quentin Tarantino. Oh, my and, and Quentin was like, PTA! Because, like, that's what his initials are, right? <laughs> and um, and he was a really quiet director, really quiet. And then Quentin's kind of like me. We're fast talkers. And when I saw how fast Quentin Tarantino talks, he's like, Marilyn, 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 Marilyn. And I go... I know that like that's because we're creative, highly, highly creative because people are like, you talk so fast. But when I saw Quentin Tarantino, he was kind of nice to me, calling my name, talking super fast like lightning because we're Italian. I go, that's just because we're geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a children's writer genius and he's a director genius, speaking of. But um, yeah, so can we have some licorice pizza oh, gosh, sound well, effects? Oh gosh, that was a seven, 1970s in the Valley. So let's see. We so got PTA? Paul is, Thomas Anderson's movie. So let's see. Okay. Alta Vista Street, Dusk Over Canyon, Mike Movement, Distant Dogs, Traffic and Planes with a Jet. <laughs> at the top of Alta Vista Street. Um, so when you do okay, recordings, at the, at the... when you do recordings, uh, I have to say you, you give a slate, they call it. So um, when, you, when you make a recording, you say what it is. So this is the recordist. Uh, this is an older recording. And... Um, that sounded like Spicoli from Fast yeah, Times, right? I don't know 
Okay, at the, the very at the top of Alta Vista Street, uh, overlooking a, a deep canyon, at dusk. I love it. It's awesome. He's like a new Spicoli. You got the dog. <laughs> and you know it's unfortunate because some of these sound recordings we have, we don't we don't have all the metadata, which is the information. It normally would tell you who the recordist is, but this is a, a very old recording. So we don't know who this gentleman is. And it's too bad because he yeah. was a hardworking, yeah. probably had a DAT machine strapped around his neck or, or a Nagar recorder, you know, and uh, he did a good job of getting. Well,